Welcome to Amazing Things. This is Dan Garrison, host of Amazing Things, a podcast for servant leaders of all ages and stages. Are you looking for inspiration to leverage your best ideas? Are you a high-capacity leader who wants to launch or grow your huge, high-impact ambitions and multiply your leadership influence for good in the world? Then tune in to hear from my friends who are CEOs and small business owners, entrepreneurs and educators, leaders on the front lines with international nonprofits and others who lead in the background, bringing hope big hope to bunches of people. Join us for stories from these friends who will share with you their pro tips for success, how to fail forward after encountering pitfalls, and persist with confidence to bring huge impact to people in your community and around the world. You're invited to listen, subscribe, share, and review amazing things. And for more amazing things, visit us at moreamazingthings.com. Well, hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Amazing Things podcast. I'm Dan Garrison, your host, and I'm here with my great friend and teacher colleague, the one and only Anna-Marie Sifford, right here joining us. And, and we're in the middle of the first ever like live recording. Well, it's not live if you're watching this. It's <laughs> recorded. But At live theater. We're in a live theater. Yeah, this is a cool. We got the coolest place that that uh, she has access to where, uh, and we're here to introduce you to my great friend and her awesome teaching, but we have a special mission on this podcast, which is to introduce really the first ever uh, workshop that's gonna be brought to you by what we're calling the EQV Network. And I'll get into that more in a minute, but the EQV Network sponsors this Amazing Things podcast. And so the first thing we wanna do is talk about like, hey, this, this workshop is going to be out of the box, okay? Not And this is going to be for teachers. We'll talk about who in just a second is, um, you know, going to be most appropriate to come join us here on June the 19th, right here in this space. But where are we? We're at the Pocket Sandwich Theater. If you haven't been to the Pocket Sandwich Theater, you are missing out on a very huge part of fun in your life. Um, there's a melodrama here right now. You might know it for its melodramas, the Pocket Sandwich Theater. Um, probably most families know it for Ebenezer Scrooge every um, around the holidays. And I was raised here. I did the first Ebenezer Scrooge in 1980 when I was six years old <laughs> at the old theater. And I've grown up in this theater ever since and done shows here. So um, how cool to be in live theater doing the podcast to tell you that the workshop will also be here on stage um, with a raked audience, um, a kitchen, a full mic, all lights, which is a very cool way um, to see a workshop because it's not Zoom. Yeah, who's <laughs> tired of being in front of a camera on video chat, whatever, Microsoft Teams, Zoom. Speaking to darkness. I know, so many black squares and white letters and maybe that wasn't your experience, but we're so excited. This is live. Look, there's a lot of PD. You know, we sometimes refer to it as professional description. But if you're looking for more than that, like some true professional development with your colleagues, some peer-led in the classroom with in-service live teachers, this master teacher right here who's done classes all over the Metroplex, literally all over the country, being invited to speak and teach, like you get to come here and be with us and we're, we're limiting this only to 20 teachers. So just stay tuned. We're going to give you some trailers about what's in store and then how you can opt in. Um, but, but, but for now, I want to give you a little bit of intro to 
like who is this person maybe you don't know and uh, and i've got like i might have to put on my glasses because there's just so much to tell you about her 15 years of teaching classroom teaching but she has so much more in her background i think for those of you who uh, are advanced academic course teachers you might appreciate that in okay last year when we got shut down by the pandemic 88% of our AP US history students got a three or higher in the college board. Hello. Okay. Proud of my kids. Yeah. I mean, and they did that during COVID and I didn't let them off the hook. I mean, she's had, you know, 94% of her star people passing on a title one campus. We've shared a history at the, at the historic Woodrow Wilson high school in the Dallas ISD. Um, but she's also been at other schools and thankfully it's sticking around and headed over to Hillcrest high school in this coming year, 2021, 22. Yep. Um, and so heading back, heading to Hillcrest, but back to AP and back to IB. And for those of you who are in the DISD, maybe hearing this, she's also a DISD DTR ambassador, D distinguished teacher. Um, she knows all about that stuff, but she's also uh, has a history as, look, 2013 Marshall Memorial, Memorial Fellow. <laughs> I don't even know what all that means. I just know that she is not just your average history teacher. No way. Or else she wouldn't be on the Amazing Things podcast. Well, that, that fellowship is actually historical in and of itself. So for my history teachers that know about the Marshall Plan after World War II, you know, we gave what now would be trillions of dollars to Europe to rebuild, but we made them pay it back. We didn't just give it. So the money that Germany paid back for the Marshall Plan got put into a fund. And that fund sent me to NATO and the EU Parliament um, to make sure that transatlantic uh, cooperation was intact so you see, that we never see that you've again. already learned something just by <laughs> listening in before you even come to the workshop right we folks? were in warsaw we were in uh, pogrizia in montenegro we were in uh, torino in italy berlin to see um obama speak at the brandenburg gate which of course is um a kennedy and reagan historical um we call it a fundamental moment in history for all three presidents um but yes so a lot of that is what mr garrison's talking about about what i can feed into class and keep it live. So yeah. I've been there. I don't have to pull up Google images. I've no. So, I mean, and this is a person who, you know, got her undergraduate degree right here in Dallas at the SMU. Uh, she's also got a master's degree from Seton Hall and had more education than I have time to go through in awards. Like there's pages and pages of experience. And uh, look, if you want to read all about this, you can catch the link in the show notes. Okay. Or check us out on social media or go to moreamazingthings.com where we're going to have more information on how you can hear and learn about who's going to be leading this workshop. But we're, this is going to be different. I can promise you this. We're not here to put together uh, three hours of professional discouragement. It's, no. This is not going to be sit and get. Okay. We're, we're and we've got a title. We've got a title. And we're on workshop. stage for a reason. Uh, when I'm in the classroom, I'm on stage. We should all be on stage, but literally for this workshop, will be on stage. <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> yeah, and so we should go ahead and give the title real quick. Um, we're gonna, we're, we decided to call this the five sentence masterclass. And the, we kind of have a subtitle that we're gonna call it flipping the script on social science teaching. Okay, so the five sentence masterclass, that's what, what, and you're like, what is that? Well, you gotta come to the workshop, find out, okay. And, but we had a whole bunch of other different ideas. We, we wanted to kind of, we thought about calling it heroic history teaching, because that's what you're going to learn how to do if you're not already doing it. Leader launching social science teaching from sit and get to stand and deliver. No more lecture, vocab, drill and kill. No, more no, no. How about escape in front of the room? We couldn't use that because I heard that somewhere, but I loved it. So 
I wish we could call it that. Okay. Or we could call it the instead, uh, what if we workshop, Perfect. right? Or and push. not just history. I'm sorry to interrupt. Yeah, not, yeah. not just history. So this is all social sciences. So even though I'm a historian by profession, everything that's going to happen in this workshop is applicable to all social sciences from all the way to sociology, to microeconomics, to all the new uh, ethnic studies courses that have been added. It's applicable to all. Yeah. And to English class where we desperately need writing support. And, and one of the purposes for sure is that we want to push back the pandemic of professional discouragement known as PD for teachers, okay? Like we both have been this, I mean, I've been super fortunate, triply blessed to be a part of learning communities around the country and right here locally that know how teachers learn best and it's really peer to peer. But sometimes, you know, we've all been in those eye roll situations. So that's not gonna be what's happening here. So we're gonna tell you now like a little bit more about like, we're going to have kind of like three trailers. There's going to be three big segments and I'm just going to hit them. And then Anna's going to tell us a little bit about what's coming, but there's going to be a student experience piece. Not that we're going to have students here. Like you, the teacher are going to be walking through the experience that she will walk you through as if you were a student. All right. And we're not just going to talk about it. We're going to actually do it. Okay. Then there'll be a second segment. That's a teacher learning experience design piece where you one scene two. Right. So two scenes. And then, after these three hours that I promise you're going to go by like this, you're going to be like, man, I wish there was more. Because guess what? There will be more. There's going to be three hours more of follow-on coaching in the fall in three different dates. It'll be like right before the semester starts, somewhere along the middle and out towards the end of the first semester. So the value you're going to get is double the time you'll come and invest here. And if you, if you want to see your teaching go to the next level and you want to see your student experience engagement and performance go to the next level then you gotta you gotta consider coming to join us it goes so, with, yeah it goes without saying for this workshop um yes data matters yes quantitative analysis matters but what matters here is that your craft is is coming up a level and that inherently will bring your students uh, mastery up a level um, and they, they're not just correlated, they're causal, right? So coming here and making sure that you are a practitioner of social sciences is going to force your kids to actually know what that looks like. So instead of telling them what they need to know, they're going to have to discover what they need to know. Um, for you, you should already know. It. So that's why. Yeah, it is so fun to be here with my colleague. Like <laughs> I'm a STEM education person. I teach engineering and robotics and physics and but the fun part is we share so much of the same teaching philosophy and approach. We've shared the same students over, over the years. Sure. And so, you know, we don't claim to have it all figured out, but we know what we see work in the classroom. And Not to mention your kids and my kids aren't naturally drawn to the same courses. No, exactly. Um, because usually social science freaks out engineers and vice versa. Uh, but somehow, because I think I do approach all of this from a very, um, and I'm not going to say mathematical with Mr. Garris, ah. next to me, but um, from a very quantitative, very um, methodological, very non-feelings, we don't do feelings in, in social sciences, right? So a very um, tangible way to get to a defensible claim. Instead of your kids asking you, how long do I write? you're searching for them to say, I can't stop writing or I can't make it in that amount of time, right? That's what we're- Yeah, and well, we're gonna give you some, you know, <clears throat> not let you just hear from us, but some actual people who've been impacted by my friends, 
PD, okay, <laughs> their learning experiences with her in other workshops. And you'll hear from some students that we're going to tell you, but we first want to give you those kind of three big pieces in the trailer. So tell us what's going to happen kind of in that just you know, don't give away the story. Like, okay. What's the first okay. piece with that student experience? So the first half of the workshop will be you as the student. So um, no recognizing that you're a teacher and you might know something. I'm going to start with you for the first 90 minutes the same way I would start with sophomores or juniors and assume zero prior knowledge, right? So um, as teachers, we need to, what's your phrase? I love your phrase. Amnesia. What type of oh. phrase? Yeah, I like to say it like this. We as teachers need to give ourselves retroactive, intentional amnesia to put ourselves in the chair of the student because sometimes we get up on the top of the expert mountain and we forget what it's like to be down at the base camp or for that matter, like not even the, yes. in the same zip code. Yes. And so- And even though we're not gonna talk about any, um, we're, not gonna, we're not gonna do any SCOTUS cases in this workshop, uh, Supreme Court cases, but any of you that have taught Supreme Court cases know what we're talking about when your kids think that every time you say commission, you mean someone's making money instead of a commission to be a federal judge. And I'm sure there are teachers laughing right now because I've read whole essays on people losing out on money because of Marbury versus Madison, right? So, so when we say um, don't, don't assume prior knowledge, that's what we mean. Yeah, and so that student experience piece is going to be first what's first. Yep. All right, and what's what's next? Take a break, have a snack, come, you know, intermission because we're in a theater, and then when we come back, I am going to take you through the path that I would go on if I were the teacher, and I more want to say facilitator or manager because um, I won't be teaching them, but I will be guiding them um, from how to get to what side of this thesis statement and I'm on, am I on, and why am I right. And so that's a very long path and it's not very linear. And that's what I'm gonna take you through for the second half of the workshop. Um, so that you know how to facilitate this in class, but without saying too much, right? That's the fine, that's the fine balance of doing experiential learning and lab work in a social science classroom. The same type of lab work you would do in a physics lab or a science lab. That's what we're going for here is how to go from A to B like that in the social science. And so we, we're not gonna, again, we're not gonna just talk about it. We're gonna take you through, you're gonna have tools, resources. Oh, yes. We're gonna workshop this. And when you leave, you'll have the beginning of a learning experience designed based on- And you'll we, leave with materials. Yep. So it won't be a lot of, can you send the PowerPoint? Do you have a copy of this? You'll leave with all of it. Right. And, and then what's the third piece coming? So the third, the yeah, the third piece, um, especially if you heard him, if you heard Mr. Garrison mention before that I'm the uh, a DTR ambassador for Dallas ISD, that's our merit-based um, salary pay scale. Um, and the program asks teachers to account for improvements they see in the classroom because of things they do voluntarily, right? So normal PD at your school won't cut it, this will, uh, but um, normal PD won't uh, because it's forced, not forced, <laughs> you must do it. This is PD because you want to be a better teacher, because you want to elevate your craft, because you want to be a professional in your classroom, not just the lecturer or the teacher. Um, so um, I think the follow-up coaching is going to help, especially those teachers that are aspiring to become DTR eligible, or if you already are DTR eligible, to raise up a level. And for those of you that aren't in Dallas ISD, it shouldn't matter if there's a system or not a system. You should want to walk in the classroom knowing that you are the content expert that day, that you are the specialist. And that's the same thing that DTR is trying to show. It's still the same objective, right? Can I show my level of expertise? Can I get that across in the classroom?
rules by if you're stuck and you're trying to write a lesson plan and you say, I don't remember what she said that day and I'm stuck at this moment. Um, it's a three additional hours after the workshop is over throughout the semester to make sure that you're on the right track or to say to me, I need something to plug in this hole in the lesson. What would be better here? Audio, visual, um, primary source, hardly ever a secondary source, but a primary source and how that's going to work for you. And you, yes, there's primary sources in microeconomics all the way to sociology. So even though I say history, that's just. So for your initial three hour investment, which would be worth the price of admission all by itself. Okay. You're going to get another three hours of group coaching three different times after the session to go check back in, connect with, reconnect with the colleagues that you'll uh, connect with here and certainly get more expert uh, guidance from my friend here. And hopefully I'm just going to read you a few things that some of the teachers have said that have come through. I mean, there's been hundreds, okay, folks from different organizations. She's kind of on a short list of folks around town for sure that are like, you need to get you need to get Anne-Marie in front of some teachers. And here's what one of them said. Some of my favorite PD lessons have been facilitated by Anna. She is so smart and full of energy and great ideas. I always feel like I've gained some secret magical tool to get my students uh, to actively participate in my class, right? Like nobody loves a passive classroom. I don't. Mm -hmm. I, and then she said, she goes on to say, I also leave thinking how much fun would it be to be a history student in one of Anna's classes. Like, wouldn't we all want our students? And I'm sure you uh, who are listening out there have students say that about some of you too. But here's another comment. Hey, Anna, where does your passion come from? Anna, you're awesome. Anna, you're a resource for students and teachers. Thanks for sharing and being real with us. Okay, thanks, Anna. You're amazing. See, we wouldn't have her on the Amazing Things podcast if people were saying that kind of stuff. It says, teaching is definitely showbiz. And you know, you're going to have fun. Like, we're going to have fun if you join us. Uh, and it's only going to be 20 folks, okay? June 19th, 10 to 1. We'll get to the more details, okay? But I do want to get on here and, and take you into – we're just going to read one student comment, which I think – I mean, I literally have pages here. And if you want to read more, you can check us out on social media. Go to moreamazingthings.com. Catch, catch the, the summary. But this is a student that we My shared. students have been good to me. Yeah, this, they leave me. this is a student that we both shared. Um, who wrote recently, he says, hey, sure. And it's gonna be, a, I'm just gonna go ahead and read the extended thing because this, if this doesn't get you, then maybe this workshop's not for you. I might okay? get a little supplement. Yeah, so here it says, hey, sure, God, I know it's been a really long time and I'm sorry for that, but I really wanna let you know something. You absolutely changed my life for the better. Before I met you, I considered myself good at math. Okay, this is a kid who did calculus by the time he was a sophomore, I for think. Fun. Calculus well, maybe as a freshman, I yeah. forget. But he ended up being one of our four-year engineering students, and I know him personally. And listen to this. He says, I considered myself good at math and not a thing more. I thought I hated social studies, reading, and writing, but you changed all of that. I just finished my first assignment in my U.S. history course in, in university, and I absolutely loved it, even though it required reading, social studies, <laughs> knowledge, and writing. I'm still an engineer. So this might not mean much, but I honestly feel like you changed my life. You helped me become a more rounded person. And now someone I am proud to be. I cannot express how thankful I am for everything you did genuinely from the bottom of my heart. Thank you. Like who wouldn't want that? And I'm sure there's teachers out there who've gotten those kind of notes. But listen, if that's the kind of fruit you want to come out of your classroom and out of the mouths and the hearts of your students, 
you need to come join us. So here is. I think I've hit 650 students on my Facebook, former students nice. um, that stay with me and tell me when they find success, write me when they're confused, um, send me really messages that say, help, help. I have a test next Friday and I'm 23, but help. And so, um, yeah, I don't, I'm lucky. I don't lose them after they finish my book. Yeah, and, and that, that's the kind of legacy I think we'd, we'd all like to have those of us who are professional. Told me a story the other day. Some some guy on Wall Street who's about to make it big, and oh. he still stayed in touch with her. And he's, you know, he's. So he went to my alma mater. He went to Seton Hall hmm. for undergrad, and ended up being an econ major. And then realized, wow, I'm also brilliant at computer science. Right, your world. Um, so I always tell my kids in the classroom, and I was going to speak to this in a minute about why I started teaching because it's about my fifth career. But um, I would stress to kids all the time: yes, you might be good at one thing, but you can be more specialized if you cross two things together. So he ended up getting a computer science master's. I'm sure it was an MS degree. Um, and now he writes code, um, economic code for the city of New York and lives on the Upper East Side and probably is the youngest person I've ever known to have a penthouse with some there friends. Yes. So, um, and that was not expected. That's not how his life started in my class. No. So maybe before I gave everybody the details and if you're still with us, thanks for staying tuned. Okay. Like, we hope that those who are still with us are, are the, exactly the people who are going to go seek out the kind of professional development that you want. Like, and this is not some AP Summer Institute, and those are great. You know, this is, the, this is independent. This is put together by here. And this whole, honestly, this whole thing started because we connected over a Facebook message where I saw a bunch of our students going, oh, uh, uh, Anne-Marie, Ms. Shirky, we want you to come teach us on another course. Could you please have a course? And I'm like, why don't we just do that? So, hello, here we are. Okay. Now, yeah, tell, I, I know you wanted to share a little bit about like why teaching, maybe a little bit about your teacher journey, and then we're going to land this plane. Sure. Let's go fast. So, um, one thing that I noticed when I first started teaching, and this might speak to a lot of you, especially if you've been in for a while, and if you're new, it'll speak to you in that sense too. When I first started teaching, it was excitement about everyone listening to me. Now, I went to Booker T. Washington High School. That's not all my fault. I went to a performing arts high school. I've been on stage my whole life. That's why here we are again. Here. So a lot of it was about they're going to watch me and I'm going to spill all this knowledge. And just naturally, they're going to take it all in and look at me. Sage on spreading the stage. knowledge, right? Sage on um, the stage. Sure. And then about five, six, eight years in, I started just say study they don't know what that means um and so i realized a lot of these kids have to be told you are capable of abc um we had another student that we shared who came to me i'm so sad all i can do is teach calculus there's got to be more okay take my ap comparative government and politics class he didn't have technical note <laughs> we we got interrupted something happened to the wi-fi and so we're back what is we that? got interrupted, and so it's production's fault. I know you're just gonna, you know what? I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna quote uh, Brandon Carver right here. Sure. Deal with it. Deal okay. with it. And welcome back to the fight. We're landing the plane, folks. So you should put on your seat belts. You should put up your tray table, and you should get ready because we're about to land the plane. But Anna has a couple more things that I'm gonna wrap this up and tell you. Like, if you're ready to come, then 
you'll have to know how to do that in just a minute. So yeah, quickly. So what I was saying about students and finding their potential is that sometimes we, uh, not me, but other teachers, especially new or teachers that are not improving their craft daily or by the week, um, tend to want to look for very shortcut ways to import grades or find um, automatic ways to do things. And yes, I'm old fashioned and I understand some young teachers might be like, but oh, but you can do it easier. But this is the five sentence masterclass. And what matters is knowing a student's voice. When you know their voice, you know what they're capable of. You know when they've copied and pasted, you know when they're not writing in their own voice. And so that's your job as the professional and the practitioner to know that, right? And that's why I wanna encourage, um, I wanna remind you that it's a very non-traditional approach that I take both on stage when I'm speaking to you and when I'm speaking to my students, but it ends in a product that is quite traditional. In fact, very traditional based on old methodologies of academic writing back to what we've always seen in what you have in a dissertation, what you have in a journal that's peer reviewed, be it engineering or social sciences. And um, by the way, if you never push a kid to get to that point, then you don't know if they should be in an AP class or an IB class or if they should be switching subjects. And that's what I got upset about about 10 years in is when I noticed how many students were not getting that attention or not having that moment where you could see it and then push them in another direction. Yeah, so your motives have changed. And, Completely. And now you have... Uh, the kind of things coming out of teacher and student mouths and hearts like we heard a moment ago. And so if you want some more of that, we invite you to come join us, All right, We're gonna have only 20 spots here. Um, and so here's, here's how, like, first of all, if you wanna check the show notes, you can read all about Anna and her background and her credibility and all that stuff. But if you wanna register, you need to go to, because this is the Amazing Things podcast. So of course our Thank website you. is moreamazingthings.com. <laughs> Because if you want more amazing things, then you should go to the website, moreamazingthings.com. More amazing scores, more amazing observations, all of the above. And, and you, not fake observations. Look, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. Let me, let me, there's let so many things we could, yeah, right there's now. so yeah. many metaphors here, right? Folks out there, you know what we're talking about, right? If you're practicing your craft, you don't have to plan for an observation, period. Okay, boom. That's a mic drop. <laughs> here, I should throw this on the ground. Okay, so June the 19th from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. right here in the Pocket Sandwich Theater, all right? And you can register by going to the website, moreamazingthings.com forward slash EQV network, right? Because we're starting this network of amazing teachers and entrepreneurs who are gonna be running workshops and coaching. And this is honestly the first one we're launching so you can come be a part of us making history. And we're looking at the house here. I believe that's 20 tables and a whole table per teacher to yeah. lay out your stuff. We're not talking in uncomfortable chairs at long card We're not going to be in desk, folks. Um, you're in the audience. And, you know, this place is safe. It's going to be, listen, we're, we're going in person. Like there's a lot of online PD and that's, and that's convenient and helpful. And I'm going to be participating in some this summer. But. We're going live and it's going to be mask optional, okay? But this place is already set up with plenty of plastic and dividers and all that. So you can come, this place is equipped to be safe and spread out. Speaking um, of which, um, yeah, speaking of which, the Pocket Sandwich Theater is open um, since COVID, is open, not at full capacity yet, but um, needs you to come and see some shows so we can get to full capacity. Right now on stage behind us, you can see we're in front of the set of Drac in the Saddle again. Uh, which is a famous melodrama done here several times. If you're not familiar with melodramas here, you can throw popcorn at the villain, you can boo the villain, you can hurrah the, um, the hero. Um, this particular show is about 
um, an aging Transylvanian bloodsucker finding new life in the Old West, where else but in Tombstone meets uh, some young girls, some cowboys, some Indians, and Frankenstein's daughter. That's how melodramas tend to go here. Mm. Uh, it's guaranteed to tickle your funny bone. It's the first comedy of 2021. And I suggest you get online and get those tickets immediately. It's so, a great, fun experience if you've never been to the Come join theater. the Pocket Sandwich Theater experience, both for, what is it called again? Drack in the Saddle again. Drack in the Saddle again, or, and, or how about both and, the workshop on June the 19th, 10 to one. You can register at moreamazingthings.com forward slash EQV network. The link is in the show notes and here, of course, I know some and people- And they're like, equally as dramatic because it's me. Ah, <laughs> yes. And I wonder, somebody's asking like, how much does this cost? Okay, look, PD's all over the map, right? Like some of it's free, grant funded, $50, $500, somebody else is paid for in it. Well, this is this is gonna be up to you. This, this workshop is $299. Right. And we're going to offer a couple of ways that you can uh, participate in that. I mean, you can just jump right in. If you if you want, we're going to offer a plus one friend discount if you register a friend at the same time. Then we're also going to offer those folks who might be in a in a position where maybe you're blessed and you could like pay a little like pay a little forward. And we're going to try to sponsor a couple of folks who might not be in a position to come out of pocket to come join us. Uh, but we're both of the of, of the mind that. The teachers that want to show up are going to be the ones that are investing in becoming better practitioners mm -hmm. and elevating their craft and continuing to improve as professionals so that they can impact their students. And, and this, so, yeah, this is targeted at advanced academic social science teachers. However, there are a lot of you out there that are aspiring to teach those classes and some that even are and still feel uncomfortable or unsettled in those courses because you don't really know when they've hit mastery because maybe you've never had a five sentence master class, And so you're not sure when that mastery is reached. And so don't let the advanced academic um, shy you away from coming. Um, one should know what they're doing so that when your principal asks you, can you teach IB history of the Americas? You can answer, of course. I know how to get them to that level, right? They're writing at that level. So um, it is targeted at advanced academics because it's academic writing, but those that aspire to teach those classes should also be on hand. Yep, so if you're interested, certainly tell your friends, bring your friends, opt in with your friends, consider maybe paying it forward. So another friend, a new friend might come join us who wouldn't be able to otherwise. So you can go, and once again, June the 19th, 10 to one, right here at the Pocket Sandwich Theater. My great friend, Anna, master teacher, bringing you the five sentence master class. By the way, that's how we got to 88%, sorry, or whatever it was for A-Push. I mean, See? if you wanna know, because a lot of teachers will tell you they don't finish the writing portion. You can't get to, I'm sorry, you can't get to um, threes or above on those exams skipping the writing. So you can do multiple choice all day long. They can be great guessers. You can teach tricks, you can teach um, association, but if they're not writing and they're not writing genuinely and they're not writing from evidence at the end, you don't get to those numbers. Yep. So folks, there's a lot on the table. It's going to be rich. It's going to be awesome. And it's only going to be for 20 folks and it's right around the corner. Okay. And all fall semester. And when you need, when you need, that's right. Again. So we hope you'll join us to come uh, out on June the 19th. Thanks for staying tuned uh, with us on the podcast. And there's other episodes you can learn about some of my other great friends who are doing amazing things out in the community. Uh, you can check out the other episodes at moreamazingthings.com. Share, write a review, subscribe. There'll be more coming. I'm going to be inviting more of my teacher friends and my 
small business owners and entrepreneurs on because we're going to be running workshops like this um, on into the future brought to you by the EQV network, right? So thanks for joining us and we hope to see you again soon and come join us on June the 19th. Thanks for joining. Can't wait to uh, be right here in a few weeks. All right. We hope to see you then. Hey everyone. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Amazing Things. We're so glad you stopped by and invite you to check out the show notes for resources from our guests and to learn more about Amazing Things. We hope you've been inspired to take action and next steps on your leadership journey to help engage with and create amazing things in your life and communities. We'd also love to hear from you. You can share your feedback in a review or shoot us an email at podcast at moreamazingthings.com. We invite you to check out our other episodes uh, to subscribe and download and listen. Again, drop a review on iTunes or wherever you're listening to Amazing Things. We also invite you to learn about and join our Amazing Things VIP team our very inspiring people team and consider opting in for members only benefits we'll be sharing more about soon for now we'll be drawing a few random names from those who join our vip team to send a few lucky winners some fun giveaways during our launch month of april 2021 so visit moreamazingthings.com to learn more thanks again for stopping by keep being awesome and go do amazing things <laughs>